have the pleasure of talking with Helene Lerner. Helene is the founder of WorkingWomen.com. She is a television host, an Emmy Award-winning executive producer. She's produced over 20 television specials. And she was also a very successful executive at the New York Times. In addition, she was a diversity and workplace consultant to Fortune 500 companies. And when not working or speaking, she found time to author 13 books, including The Confidence Myth, Why Women Undervalue Their Skills and How to Get Over It, and with Beyond Words Publishing, her latest book, In Her Power, Reclaiming Your Authentic Self. Helene, it's a, a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you so much, Richard. Um, I, I look in the mirror and I see red hair, but with that introduction, I feel there are lots of grays. <laughs> <laughs> lots of grays. And, and by the way, it's womenworking.com, womenworking.com, the website. Ah, thank you for the correction. That's okay. I had written it down exactly the opposite. That's okay. Why don't we start today with a, a bit more about you and womenworking.com. How did your well, journey to empowering and, and helping women begin? I think it's um, a story, Richard, that is really needed to be heard in the world right now. And my story isn't so unique we all have the ability to help each other, which is what I think is needed more. There's too much separation. So I'll just bring you to me at age probably 21. It was a Saturday night in New York City. My leg was outside of a four-story window, and I was ready to jump. And I saw just... It was very dark at the end of the tunnel. There was no light. And something deep inside commanded that I get back in, and I heard the voice saying, there's more to life than this, Helene. And at that moment, I came back in. Uh, I was obese at the time. I was about 50 pounds heavier than I should have been, and I found that week a group that helped me lose the weight and ultimately maintain the weight, and initially it was physical that I wanted, you know, to just get that heaviness out of me, but what I had learned is I had to really change emotionally learn new behaviors like saying no, like asserting myself, things that I had never done before. And at, as I grew, and not only was I becoming more beautiful, because now <laughs> all of a sudden you could see my body and who I was evolving, um, but I realized I had been given so much. It's like when you're at the ashes, when you don't see a way out, 
and then you come and you rise from that, I had to help women. And so I set out after working, um, actually I was at the New York Times, I think, for 13 years. I learned a lot of business skills, and when the paper was really a newspaper, because it was many, many, many years ago. And I, I decided, and this came from my heart, that I wanted to create a company, a multimedia company, that would empower women and girls the way I was empowered. And uh, I didn't know I could fail, <laughs> so I kept going. <laughs> and I'm not saying to anyone who's listening that it's easy, because it isn't. And, Richard, you know you have a business and you have a wonderful publishing company. Um, but I kept going. And what kept me going, really, uh, when I got these no's, no, 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 and I'd finally get a yes, or no, 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 and there are more no's than yeses if you're out there and starting something on your own. But what kept me going was the ability to be of service. That initial impulse where I was so down and out and I found myself through the support and help of other humans, that I, I had to keep going. I had to give back. And then I was, you know, I did great work. I mean, I did television shows, and I remember my second show was nominated for a national Emmy. I, I, you know, it, was, it, it amazed me. It was a show they weren't doing much on health issues like cancer and things like that, and it was a show treating breast cancer, a woman's choice. And I remember it was me, CNN Newsroom, and Good Morning America, and it was an honor to be nominated. And then I, you know, reached out. I got sponsors. I created shows. And from a woman who didn't have a voice when she first started to really listening to what her inner guidance was and courageously because I was scared a lot but courageously when I knew something was right getting out there and continuing to find a way and I had a lot of guidance a lot of people a lot of help but uh, what I'm saying and I'll bring it back to what we're going through these days I I believe in building bridges. I believe in humanity. I believe that we look different, we talk different, uh, we may be different sexes, we may be different racial denominations, but we're all human. And this crazy experience that we've all had now for several months, uh, and I use that term loosely, um, you know, if it has done anything and taken away all the distractions to remembering who we really are. And when you hear politicians and everyone, the divisiveness, that's not who we really are. And I'll, I'll tell you something, because um, I was in New York City uh, during September 11th in 2001, 
And it was really interesting because it wasn't political during those days. The Republicans were with the Democrats, and, you know, we were all trying to figure out how we were going to deal with something new that had come, terrorism and whatever. And that's, you know, I think many are forgetting the humanity, that we, deep down, are all the same. And that's the message that I think needs to be out there more um, because what makes TV and what makes news sometimes is the divisiveness. And we don't need that right now. We're in crisis in three ways, health crisis, financial crisis, racial inequities. We have enough crisis right now. The humanity, I think, is, is what is the truth. What do you feel about that, Richard? I absolutely agree with you. Uh, when we started Beyond Words, we we created a mission statement which was inspire to integrity. And for us, that not only meant doing things in an ethical way, but recognizing that the word integrity comes from uh, the integration comes from the word integrity, and that we are one humanity in this world. And we need to figure out how to live together as one. So your words are very poignant. And these are times right now when what you said is more important than ever. Um, I also noted when you were saying that when you started out, you didn't know that you could fail. I also, when I started out in publishing, I didn't know what I shouldn't do. And <laughs> so I just, I just did, I, like you, I came from my heart. I did the best that I thought I could do. And when you mentioned about getting all the no's, when you were doing things and people said, turned you down and said no, I remember that someone said to me once that you get about nine no's before you get a yes. Mm -hmm. So instead of being disappointed when I got a no, I realized I was that much closer to getting a yes. Yes, <laughs> and that kept exactly. me going. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's so important now because uh, uh, I'm very blessed. We have. Uh, close to 19 million people following us in our social media. Our Facebook page alone is now 18,500,000. And what I tell our very wonderful, robust community is that everyone needs to step up right now. We all do. And if there's anyone listening who has, who is shaky, who, who in their gut knows what's needed, but their voice is shaky because they haven't had a lot of experience in just being out there and saying what they feel and making that kind of contribution. We need you now. And no one, I don't like that word fearlessness. I think that's, I don't believe in that word because I think 
the issue is you can be afraid, and as one of, I think, Susan Jeffers' book was, and you do it anyway, because there's something bigger at stake now, folks. It's not, you know, if not now, when? You know, the world needs us. The world needs every bit of your resourcefulness, not just Helene and Richard. All of you. We need everyone to step up. I appreciate what what you just said and also for what you're doing. So womenworking.com and the tremendous number of people who are following the work that you are doing speaks loudly to the message that you're giving. And Thank you. And you know what? We're coming out with a new show. It's coming out. It'll be on Facebook August uh, 1st. And it, the show has these wonderful, diverse women, and it's called um, uh, We Will Get Through This Together, Coping with Our New Reality. And what has always interested me in putting together television shows and anything I really do uh, is we all have the challenges. I mean, that's what life is about. There are a lot of challenges that we all face. But what enables us, what gives us the courage to move through them? And in, in the show, we have these wonderful women one woman is seven months pregnant. She's an, an executive at, at a very large company, been working from home with her husband and a two-year-old. And, you know, she's, she's hopeful about the future, but she also shares uh, authentically about her feelings. We have a young woman <laughs> who just, um, her first year at work, and she had a whole trajectory of what she thought her career life was going to be like. And she's still living with her family, and they've helped her get through this. Um, and the third woman is this wonderful soul exercise guru who actually, when the pandemic started, had to pull back because it was just a lot for her. And she took some time out and then has come back very strong. So the reason I did this show is because I believe the healthcare workers are amazing and the frontline workers are amazing, but I didn't think we were seeing enough of us, and I consider us everyday heroes. We have had to be so resilient more than ever before in our lifetime. And I think we are heroes, and I wanted to honor us, and that's why I did this show that's coming out. Will the show be available throughout August? Um, it'll be on Facebook um, August 1st, and God bless Walmart. They've been wonderful. They are they have sponsored the show. So it'll be um, starting August 1st. And it, it will be on Facebook. It's premiering August 1st. Wonderful. It sounds like that is a, a show that is very, very needed and a message that will resonate with everyone. 
um, I I love that you you acknowledged the healthcare workers and the frontline workers, but also all of us. us. All of us. Can I say something else, Richard? I know it wasn't in our notes of what we were going to talk about, but I think it's a very important issue. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. I think the nature of the mind makes us all crazy. I mean, the, the mind is constantly overthinking, doing things. You know, that's why we have all these disciplines like yoga and meditation to bring us back. Um, and I think, I know for women, and, but I don't think it's only women, we're so critical on ourselves. We're so, you know, if we've done ten things but we didn't do the five things that were on the list, where do we focus? We focus on the five things rather than the ten, ten things we did. And I'm... I so wanted to do this show because I wanted to honor us as everyday heroes, but I also would like all the listeners, including myself and you, Richard, to really honor ourselves every day. And instead of when we hear that critical mind talk of what we haven't done, why not change the channel a little bit and give ourselves some praise? Good job, Helene. You got up this morning. You you took your walk outside. You're with Richard now. You're in a multicultural conference today. You're doing all of this. Good job, Helene. Now, you know, as with women, we were taught at, at a young age not to brag, at least my generation. But it's I think it's necessary. We're very often looking for acknowledgement from the outside, but especially in these days, it's very important to give it to yourself because there's a lot going on, folks. It ain't easy for anyone, and if anyone tells you it is easy, they're lying because it isn't. It isn't easy. So instead of being even more critical of yourself, Try to stop it when you when you see it happening and change that channel and give yourself some of the credit that you deserve. What do you think about that, Richard? Well, I think it's absolutely true. Um, and there's, there's so much um, negativity in the news and so much going on around the world that is literally bombarding our thought processes that it is it is very very difficult to disconnect from that however it is really really important to take the time to to as you said to honor ourselves every day and to acknowledge ourselves from the inside out mm-hmm. And Richard, I'm going to take a commercial here now for you because Richard and his wonderful wife believed in these soulful wisdom cards that we have, and people around the world love them. And they're a way of honoring yourself. So if you pick one of the cards, uh, I'm going to just pick quickly. I'm opening the cards, 
and it's uh, it's called Soulful Wisdom for Women Who Do Too Much. And I think these cards are really divinely inspired because they each card has a life of its own. And they're right on many times because I use them, as I said, with women around the world. The card that I pulled says, Give me the courage to move on and step outside my comfort zone. And there's a beautiful image. And on the other side it says, Today, I release the fear that keeps me from moving on. So something that Richard and I were talking about, it's very appropriate. Every person who's listening, there's no exception, is needed to step up and let their voice be heard. And it will take courage to move outside what we don't normally do. But if we're going to have a world that supports our humanity, your talent, your gifts, your insights are very much needed. The, the, the word fear is something that comes up for, for many people it's natural to to be afraid at times and i've i've said to myself that the word fear is made up of four letters false evidence appearing real and it allows me to recognize when i do if i if i do have that fear or if i am afraid to move forward or to let my voice be heard that fear is just an illusion very easy to break through it and to move on and to make that contribution. So what I look at with fear is if we're always growing, which we are, you know, we don't look the same, we grow each year, we get bigger, change different, grayer hair, whatever it is, there's going to be fear that comes up because there's always a new reality and it's we're stepping out in a different way. So I kind of accept that there's fear. In fact, I remember early on someone had said to me, fear and excitement can be very similar. So if you're writing a new book or you're stepping out in a new way or or offering up an idea and you're terrified or scared, part of that energy could be excitement as well. So what I think the real shame is, is when we let our fear stop us instead of seeing it as a natural part of moving forward and and maybe supporting someone that you didn't even know you were supporting, having an impact on someone, being of service to someone. Women are very generous. They're usually great givers. So um, even if you're afraid, take the action anyway. 
being in service is something that um, actually was why we even started Beyond Words in the beginning. So I, I totally resonate with and agree with you that the work that you're doing um, to help empower not only women, but all people um, is very, very important and the tremendous gift that you're giving to the world, both in your speaking and in the writing you do. And also, um, as we were just talking about in the, the soulful wisdom deck, it, uh, for cards who, for cards for women who do too much, um, the art that you chose for this deck is magnificent. Yeah. It, it looks like the, the, they look like paintings that should be hanging in the Louvre or in a yeah, museum. Yeah, it looks like almost stained glass. They're so beautiful. Jane is, the artist, is amazing. Um, I had seen something she had done uh, when Richard and Michelle and I started to talk about creating this deck. And uh, I didn't even know how to get in touch with her, but I figured I knew someone who might know someone, and that's how it happened. And she was so generous. She gave us so many of her images so that every card on the deck has a different image, and it's so powerful. And on that note, I'm going to pick another card, Richard. (laughs) Yes, please. Oh, oh, I love this one. I do this with the women around the world all the time. And when I don't pick them, I throw this in the deck because I think we all need to be reminded of this one. And the the picture is beautiful. It says, Today I understand there is no productive value in worrying. <laughs> and the other side is, When a worry strikes, help me let go of it by focusing on what I can actually control. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wise? (laughs) I mean, it's very wise. It it is very wise because there is so much going on in the world these days that we have absolutely no control over, seemingly at least. but uh, not focusing on on the worry uh, is exactly. Is, and I like to use this analogy. Someone gave it to me many, many years ago, and I use it a lot. Say our body is filled with sugar cubes. We have sugar cubes, and they represent our energy. And if you're worrying and turning and everything. What's happening is you're using up a hundred of your sugar cubes. Let's say there's, you have 750 sugar cubes that could have been directed to doing something productive, stepping out in a new way, creating something new, getting closer to your kid, whatever it is. So worrying is going to happen. The thing is, what do we choose to do with it? Are we going to keep churning? Are we going to tell friends over and over again so we make it bigger and bigger and bigger? Or are we going to say, aha, I'm worrying. This is not getting me any place. What do I need to do that I'm not doing? 
that that is a a, a wonderful uh, affirmation and uh, just a a, a a wonderful way to take a look at what's going on each day in our lives. I know when you were talking earlier about those to do lists and um, what we look at what we've accomplished. However, most people focus on what they didn't do during the day. Well, here, here's the thing. I think actually it was happening this morning when I was having a conversation with a friend. There was a disappointment that she had had, and she was very tense. And it was like she was just going to pave through her day and do the best she could. And and that's, I mean, if you have a child and your child is upset about something, you don't tell the child, stop crying. You, set, you ask them what's going on. So what I would say is we need these days to be extremely kind to ourselves. And that means don't judge yourself for how you're feeling. I'm starting a premium channel to our website now where we're going to have podcasts and lots of other things, webinars. And um, one of the things is, uh, you know, being good to yourself. I call it um, getting off the emotional roller coaster. If anyone is experiencing a crazy range of emotions these days, it's normal, it's okay. What I tell women around the world when I do my broadcast, I say it's okay to be angry, it's okay to feel afraid, it's okay to be sad but what I, and, and frustrated. But what I tell them is, but we need to reach to our strengths because as women, we're very strong. So we can have all those feelings, but we're strong. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, allow yourself to feel that. If you're feeling frustrated, allow yourself to feel that. If you've heard another stupid newscast and you're angry, allow yourself to feel that. But then give yourself a little time and then say, okay, what can I do right now? What do I need to do? What can I do? And perhaps where are my kids? What's going on? Can I help out here? And get on with your day. So I don't believe in trying to remove fear or remove emotions. They're there. Be kind to yourself. Allow yourself to feel your feelings. And then see how you can move forward, take a small task, be productive, and then another and another and another. Thank you. Those are perfect tips to help anyone when when we're faced with these the challenges that come up in these and times. And I think what's so difficult, Richard, these days is 
we don't we can't put a period at the end of a sentence um in the show that i just did we we deal with each person's stressor and my stressor was not knowing it's like in the past you know when we had a crisis we had actions it was actionable and we knew when things would either end or be different or we'd be able to anticipate people don't even know uh you know if school is starting if it's not starting schools have been pushed back um we're not sure about a vaccine we're not sure about uh the pandemic resurging again so that is difficult what also helps me and not everyone has this but for people who do i have a deep sense of a higher energy that's in me i meditate i couldn't live in new york city without meditating <laughs> that i know uh and i also try to keep up in terms of my walking and my exercise even though in new york we can't go to gyms right now uh and i i try to keep up those basic disciplines that really help ground me even in these turbulent times i'm i'm really glad that you shared those things that you're doing because i think um they'll help our listeners to know that there are things that each of us can do each day and these things can can help as you said to help ground us to allow us to move forward each day to take those little steps that will lead us forward in our day um how about if i pull a card also <laughs> okay, that's cool. Okay. I pulled a card that says today I appreciate the value of patience in my life. Mm. And on the reverse side it says help me know that if something does not happen right away, something better is in store for me at the right and perfect time. Oh, that is so true, isn't it, Richard? It is so true. You know, so many times in my life I kind of want things when I want them. <laughs> and when I don't get them, I get frustrated. But when I when I look back, you know, there are it, it seems to happen at the right time if it's supposed to happen. And you know, I think on a spiritual level people say wear the world with a loose garment. It's a little hard to do that these days, but when I try to go with the flow if something isn't working out, maybe change my direction a little bit and see where where people are needing me more, where things are happening, that kind of thing. So I think patience especially these days is so important. You know that young woman in our show that was out uh, into the workforce after a year and then 
she thought she would be at her corporation and doing everything, and she's at home working. You know, she was a millennial who's who's out there, and I, there's so many kids that haven't even graduated high school this year. I mean, they've graduated, but they haven't had their graduations or college. And how frustrating that is for so many people. So that that notion, uh, but at least we're alive, you know, we're alive, and there's a whole lifetime ahead. Um, but but it's hard to have patience sometimes, but it's so important, right? Absolutely. And when I hold this card on patience, it, uh, it reminded me that there is divine timing as opposed to the Your timing. <laughs> when uh, when we we're going to go into just a little break Helene right now but when we come back I think it would be nice for our listeners to hear more of your thoughts on divine timing and going with the flow um, and and what it means to be resilient in these times. Mm, I think resiliency is so important, and I get really proud. Um, you know, I'm New York City was, what did they say, the epicenter of the virus for a long time. I think our numbers are okay right now, um, uh, and hopefully we'll continue that way, but who knows. Um, and I walk outside from where I live with my mask on, and I see people riding their bicycles, uh, walking with friends, socially distanced. Um, I sit by a fountain uh, around where I live, um, right outside, and I do this with people around the world on my Facebook page. I've been following these ducks. <laughs> these are this little duck family that's right in the plaza area of where I live. And But I see resilience. I see corporations in this country. It used to take them years to do some of the things they've been doing in the last four months. But they've cut through a lot of red tape. So the resiliency, I mean, our spirit is resilient. That that young woman who I talked about at the beginning of the program who was ready to kill herself, what was more important was that spirit within her who said there was more to life. So we, as women, are incredibly strong. And this is a good time, folks, to think about what are you doing what have you put on the back burner all these years that really should be on the front burner? What are the things in your life, now that all the distractions have been taken away, we can't go to the movies the way we did in New York, the theaters are closed, all of that. Without the distractions, it's important to look at yourself and say, 
what do I want to bring into my life that isn't in my life now? What are the values? What are my real values that are coming out that maybe I've heard of a lot of people who have been at work too much, and now even though it's difficult to spend so much time with family uh, and boundary issues come up, you know how important it is to be with our families and share the time together uh, and our friends when we don't have them constantly around us. What are those things that since we've had this reflective time that you want to bring into your life that isn't there now? I've been thinking about that. And I think it's important to do that because you can manifest that Everyone who's listening, it's not just for Helene. Helene was jumping out of the window at age 22 or 21. We all can do this. What I know for me, it's very important to reach out for support and have some trusted friends who I know really have my best interests at heart so I don't feel like I'm doing it alone. But I think our resiliency, I'm really proud of us. We've been very resilient through this time. I, I love when you mentioned reflective time because these are times where we literally are forced to look at ourselves, to look at what is important to us in our lives, what values do we have or want to embrace? Um, this is wisdom that is uh, food for the soul. And That's right. And I want to tell you how resourceful I was. I, I've had a movie buddy uh, in New York City. I've had a, a friend, uh, a woman friend, who um, we like to go and see movies together. You know, we have similar tastes. So when there are no movie theaters that are open where we live right now. So what we, we were resilient. I said to Alice, I said, listen, Saturday night, 5 o'clock, what are you doing? <laughs> she said nothing. So I said, let's go on Amazon, pick a movie, start watching it at 5 o'clock, Let's do FaceTime right after the movie, and let's do it. And we have been doing that now for months. And you know something? I really look forward to it. Yes, it's not the same as sitting and having popcorn in the movie theater and stuff like that. But it was a resilient way, a creative way of having a little fun. That's that's really a very, a very nice thing to, <laughs> and, and to, to create a, a behavior that you can repeat, as, as you've said, each Saturday night. Um, I know that uh, we have just a few more minutes here together today, Helene, and I, I wondered if you could take that time just to give our listeners um, advice that you think would help guide all of us toward hope and strength? 
Well, you know, folks, here's the bottom line. Uh, we have a choice. You know, I choose to believe that ultimately we will be in a better place. But I also am doing everything I can to remind people of humanity because I think that's the most important thing, that we're not, we're different, but we're also the same. And when we forget that, we forget the true essence of who we are. And no politician can take that away from us. No pandemic can take that away from us. No economic downfall can take that away from us. Because I believe that love is more powerful than hate, that faith is more powerful than fear, And that hope is more powerful than any distrust. And that's how I choose to live my life. And I'd love you to join. Richard, you'll join me in that, right? I will, absolutely. And I'd love our audience to join us in that as well. Thank you, Helene, for all the wisdom you've shared today with our listeners, and I know everyone will enjoy listening to this more than once as as we embrace the unknown and do it without giving away our power, without being uh, overly nice uh, to others, but being nice to ourselves and taking the time to be authentic. Thank you, Helene. Thank you, Richard. Have a good one. Bye.